the SC Fit Podcast with Adele, here to talk all things health, wellness and fitness inside and outside the gym. Welcome back. This is the SC Fit Podcast. Of course, I am Adele and I'm joined today by the one and only Rodri Morgans. I'm so excited that you're here, Rod. Me too. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? It has. For the like regular listeners of the SE Fit podcast will probably remember that you basically featured in every one of mine and Jonah's yeah. podcasts and I think in the recent one as well with Safie. So uh, yeah, famous already. <laughs> it looks like my check paid off, isn't it? early doors. <laughs> oh dear, I love it. But this is really cool as well because I think the first time you came up on the podcast you weren't yet working for SE no. Fit and now you are. Yeah. It's like we've somehow dragged you in <laughs> maybe influence the decision who knows yeah there you go <laughs> maybe oh dear well super excited to have you here today so massive thanks for coming on um can you tell us first like we'll chat about what you're here to chat about in due course yeah. but could you first perhaps just give us a brief history of rod brief history, the history of rod, of rod um, uh, to give some context Would you, is that all right yeah of course it is <laughs> cool yeah, cool so yeah uh from Swansea, are we going that far back? If you want Let's to. Let's go pull that back, back, back. <laughs> From Swansea, moved to Birmingham to come to uni and did my, my degree in sports therapy initially. Um, once I left there, did a bit of uh, personal training and fitness coaching at Virgin Active over in Stab City. Do you know, I actually didn't know this. Did you not? I didn't. Okay, yeah, so okay. I did, the, did a bit of that. I also worked with a semi-pro rugby team as their sports therapist. Cool. Um, and my sort of passion for fitness started at uni when I was doing the fitness coaching at uni and I also then created a strength and conditioning role for the rugby team that Amazing. I captained so it was pretty cool uh, and then from there decided now's the time to join the army okay <laughs> to join the army yeah. do a bit of stuff in there uh, and then yeah did uh, finished the army went to work for the NHS did their grad scheme and when we're talking now so we're back in about 2018 now okay cool so 2018 left the army Joined the NHS on their grad scheme. Yeah. Did a bit of ops management, worked throughout the COVID pandemic and all the isolations yeah, and stuff, which was, it was hard, but I was in a privileged position where I could actually go into work. On I was about to say, how we were at home or anything, or uh, were you no. there all the time? No, I was in all the time. Sure. Which was, it was good. The option was there to work from home, but... Yeah. Being the extrovert that I am, yeah. hated it. So I was like, get me in the office. I'll quite happily. Understandable. Wear a mask. Want yeah. to see human beings. Exactly. That is fair. So yeah. And then in terms of SE Fit, because you were you've been a member for a while, haven't yeah. you? Um, do you know? Do you remember when you first joined? Yeah, I think it. Well, it was after I graduated because um, a friend of mine introduced me to CrossFit at uni. Okay. And it was like Cindy. That yeah. sort of stuff, going to Virgin, <laughs> just do doing it. Yeah, it's just do, yeah. here's the benchmarks, let's get some of those in. Oh my God, this is hard. Uh, and then another friend from uni was actually at what was Birmingham Functional Fitness at the yes. time over in Longbridge. Amazing. So, Gosh, so this was over a decade ago, right? Because yeah, we've yeah. just had our 10 year anniversary yeah, of yeah. Second City as we know it. Yeah. Um, Second City CrossFit, yeah, yeah. obviously, would be in the, um, the CrossFit affiliate name. Um, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I actually yeah. didn't know you were. Uh, Part of BFF. Yeah, but I you think they just transitioned over, so it's probably like 2012 that I joined officially. So they, I think that by the time I got there, they were Second City CrossFit. Amazing. Yeah. So you are really truly an OG. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. OG. <laughs> and then um, now part of the family a decade later, you've obviously joined the SC Fit staff team, which is yeah. very cool. So tell us what you're doing there and how did that come about? 
Yeah, so obviously managing uh, SC Fit Digbeth uh, yeah. Central uh, and doing some coaching over there as well, so it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, while I was working in the NHS, I just felt that there was something missing. I'd gone for jobs and I was like, I didn't get them and I wasn't that devastated, so I had did go sure. through a little bit of a wide discovery yeah. and want to work on a little bit more of the preventative measures that we can do being in the NHS, it was clear to me that more stuff needed to be done externally. Yeah. Um, so involving fitness, a passion for fitness, it's where I wanted to go with that. And I think we'll talk about that in a slightly different podcast in the future. Yeah. In fact, we've got so many opportunities to <laughs> yeah, chat to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made a bit of a list yeah, and we were yeah. like, let's yeah. talk about this, this. and this. Yeah. Um, um, and then so speaking to Gaz uh, and the team, and if I'm honest, a big influence for me was when I got member of the moment and some of the stuff that you put down on there, I was like, actually, do you know what? This is the the family that I want to be a part of. I want to get involved in this and this is a perfect platform for me to do what I want to do. That's amazing. Again, didn't know that. This is really lovely. (laughs) Check you out. Well, we're super, super chuffed to have you as part of the family. And what was really cool, actually, obviously you wouldn't have been there at the staff meeting when this was announced. Um, But when they revealed that you were taking the role, just everyone was so delighted and it almost seemed... Um, such a wonderful surprise but then really obvious at the same time okay. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. it was so nice. nice I wish I'd captured it <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um, so that's really interesting having that background like, thank you so much for sharing that um, now talking about fitness and actually your passions and kind of leading into why you're here to talk to us today mm. um, how did all the passion for fitness and stuff start you obviously chose to do your degree around mm. fitness Um where did it begin? Like, where did your love for fitness begin? Well, I th- always loved sport, played a lot of rugby, like did a lot of cross country in school and this, that and the other. Um, and yeah, just again, it was through developing myself and educating myself. I went through a phase before I went to uni where I'd lost a lot of weight, got to a fitness level and I was like, this. Ooh, look at the benefits that I got from this. Yeah. Uh, it was just something that I wanted to educate myself on. Um, I think I've always wanted to help people, which was why the sports therapy, not clever enough to do physio or anything like that. Sure. So I was just like, go and... Uh, More credit than it's due. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> so it's, it's, it was something that I'm naturally drawn to, and I've always enjoyed team sports and being around people who want to achieve things better themselves. And Sure. It was just a natural drawing. So you were doing... Rugby cross country yeah. at a young age. Yeah. Um, you mentioned obviously the involvement with rugby around your kind of uni years yeah. and whatnot. Now talking about endurance, when did you kind of start falling in love with this idea of kind of a longer yeah. cardio efforts and things like that? Like, what, how did this come about? Well, because it, it, it may surprise that I'm not naturally looking like I'm an endurance runner. Really? But I've, <laughs> You're not really I've, I've always taken to it. So, like cross country in school, I represented county, and I'd turn up with my rugby boots and be the shortest, stockiest one there compared to these bean I sprouts. That. I love it. And their spikes and they're all there on the bus on the way up to these comps and I'm looking around going, oh God, look at these, they're going to smash me and I wouldn't lose. And, and as I'm running people, so there's a little modest. bit of a victory. You know, <laughs> it's a little bit of a victory there. Like, right, I've got my metal rugby boots on and Amazing. you're there in your lightweight spikes and here I am passing you. So was it the kind of realisation of natural talent there yeah. and just the excitement for like doing yeah. well that was like, yeah, I love this. Yeah, and then that translated then into when I joined the army, 
naturally good at running long distances, managed to represent my battalion and then from there the corps at competitions and again you turn up and you've got the bean sprouts and then you've got the stocky one. It's slightly different, it's better in the army because there's more diversity in okay. shape and size. <laughs> But there's, there was one guy, my friend uh, from my unit, who was six foot something, probably 65 kilos soaking wet. Oh my God. Um, I'd overtake him on the uphills. He'd come sprinting past See me on the downhills, but there'd always be a little sprint finish. And oh, I love that. The power from the CrossFit legs pushed yeah, me through to the win. So. so do you think even back in those days, so you were a member back then, right? Uh, on and off. So I was a member beforehand and then when I was home on weekends... Um, I would pop in every now and again. Okay. And do you think that that CrossFit stuff like helped you back then or was it more just dabbling and enjoying that for your own <laughs> So it, it definitely helped me. I, I didn't necessarily do it for the benefit, I don't think, at the time. For yeah. me, once I've finished uni and I went to sports therapy, I stepped away from rugby and playing. And I want, there was an element of, I need a bit of competition. Sure. I need that team environment, a bit of competition... Um, so CrossFit was a natural, natural thing to go into because you're competing against yourself every day, but everyone knows you have your peers. You've got your peers and those that you think, well, actually, (laughs) I'm not quite your peer yet, but I will still try and out burpee you. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that. So then in terms of um, moving away from stuff within the army, Mm -hmm. like what's your background of endurance events? Because you've had your fair share of like doing events and things yeah. haven't you like yeah. what kind of stuff have you done and what's what have been your highlights so i've done a few half marathons um and uh in the recent years building up to an ironman that i'm finally going to do this Amazing. year hopefully um i've done a couple of sprint and olympic distance triathlons and then did rock england last year which yeah is a slightly different kettle of fish a lot harder could you share what that is just for anybody yeah. who maybe doesn't know isn't familiar with that one so the rock uh tries a bit more of a cross-country adventure type race so it's a 1500 meter swim around about a 40k bike ride and then you ascend so in england you ascend scarfell pike and descend it and then the 40k back and then another little run at the end so it's more like a kind of triathlon sandwich <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a mountain yeah. in the middle. Just a little that little mountain just piece there, just a nice 8K up and an 8K back down. Amazing. I feel like a lot of your achievements include mountains. Yes, like, <laughs> obviously helping out Ben and Gaz when they did their sandbag yeah, challenge. Yeah, of course. Up Snowden, yeah. Lunatics. And then um, the Welsh 3000s and The Welsh well. 3000s, yeah, attempted that with a couple of friends. Yeah. Really good day and like, we didn't finish it. We'd got to a point where we'd sort of had enough, but... I think they, that's actually a nod towards your experience, isn't it? Because yeah. just mindlessly pursuing something when actually maybe it's not safe or right yeah, to do so yeah, exactly, is um, yeah. is not always the no. best idea. <laughs> so It's now on the bucket list. It's now something that has sure. to be achieved at some point. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. So this leaves leads us really um, seamlessly into kind of why you're here today. Hmm. Um, because as someone who's got so much experience in the endurance kind of side and lots of different things and having done CrossFit at the same time as other training, yeah. um, we wanted to get you on today to talk about how to balance your functional fitness training slash CrossFit whilst you're training for an endurance event. Yeah. Um, it's something we get asked quite often in the gym actually because unsurprisingly with a lot of fitness enthusiasts in uh, SE Fit, it's inevitable that some of them want to have some goals yeah. and, you know, having a tangible goal like a half marathon or a try or whatever it might be is not uncommon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as a kind of opening remark, like, what can you tell us? As 
Yeah, so I think a lot of the questions that I've had and that I've had conversations with others who've been approaching the gym is how do you balance it? Can you balance it? Often people will say, well, I need to step away from this because I'm focusing on this. Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily a true fact. Okay. Yes, your priority has changed and switched, but the benefits that you can get from the strength and conditioning element that you'd get from a CrossFit class or and a class at SE Fit is it there's so many benefits to it in terms of improving leg strength, improving core, yeah, helping you with a recovery element and also, you know, there's an element of that group exercise session that yeah. endurance training can be very individualised. If yeah. you're training for a specific event that no one else is doing can be a bit of a lonely game can't it you're doing it on your own yeah sure so the short answer is yes it can be done yeah that we're saying yeah Yeah, yeah. i really like that i mean in terms of the crossfit methodology in the like fitness in 100 words and everything they always say like regularly try and play new sports absolutely um and i've always really liked that about crossfit and the kind of functional fitness scene um unlike some other sports where they're kind of like oh quit your other stuff and do more of this because you know this is what it's all about whereas crossfit's not only designed to kind of equip you for anything and everything whether that's being a parent or doing another sport really well and yeah. um, we actually actively encourage it yeah and say try other stuff like that's really Absolutely. good for you to be exposed yeah. to that um okay so first things first like frequency of training say you have someone who regularly comes to the gym maybe three to four times a week and now they've got their eyes on a, an endurance event or goal yeah. what changes would you expect to see there in terms of their timetable so uh, in terms of their timetable it it very much depends on what program they're following for their event sure so for instance for me with an Ironman and anyone doing a triathlon there's three other disciplines to get into there yeah whereas someone like Cheska at the moment who's training for an ultra marathon she's running a lot yeah so it's so it's one discipline one discipline whereas you might have multiple or if you're going for an endurance event which is potentially I just want to get up Snowden and down yeah you're getting used to carrying weight and load at that point, and you're maybe not going as fast, but you're moving on an incline, hopefully. Sure. Um, so in terms of that, it's about then understanding your availability, your limitations, and your experience from a fi- fitness perspective. If you're going from, I'm doing three to four classes, but I'm relatively new to this, mm-hmm. can you suddenly throw in a load of extra volume and intensity into it or do you need to have a little look and step back a little bit sure if there's no reason that you can't fit two to three extra sessions in a week um it's uh, it's then about how you manage that so there is there are no limitations i'd say apart from how you can cope with it and the realities of your day-to-day life Sure. So would you say that there's a big element of kind of being honest with yourself about that right yeah. from the start? Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. we we were discussing this the other day with Gaz and it's very easy internally to say, right, I can do this. I want to do this. Yeah. Like, I've recently gone through this. It's just this. mindset. It's just know? mindset. <laughs> yeah. like, yes, I can do everything. My current training sessions, I've got nine try sessions, so three of each discipline to do a week, Yeah. all of which are an hour plus roughly up to four hours and then I'm trying to get in three CrossFit S&C conditioning pieces in as well yeah and I thought I'll have a little play and I'll put something together 
and because it was me doing it to me rather than me speaking for instance to you about yeah. it I instantly went yeah I can do all of this I can do yeah. all of this I want to improve my just snatch gotta get I want to improve like my it. gymnastics <laughs> I've just got to do everything used Gaz as a sounding board and instantly knew as soon as he came back saying your volume's too high Yeah. I knew right yes you're right let's take a step back so is that a real common thing you see, particularly with people who are maybe trying to juggle things themselves, yes. where they just yeah, take yeah, on yeah. too much? Take on too much. Um, think that they can do everything. Yeah. And it's very easy to get into that tunnel vision of, I can do this and I can yeah. do this. And then it's too late by the time that you realise, actually, I've over pushed, I've pushed yeah. myself too hard here. Now I've got an injury or I'm actually fatigued to the point where I'm struggling to wake up yeah that's it isn't it like you're kind of you know joking about people who say oh it's just a mindset but whatever your life is before you add in these training sessions some of that you might not be able to help all the choices that you've made which you know are givens whether that's that you've got children and you've got to dedicate yeah. some time to them Absolutely. or whether you're a shift worker and that's the job that you're in yeah. and you can't help but have those shift patterns yeah like if those are givens and non-negotiables that you either can't or aren't willing to change that's totally fine yeah we've got to work with it rather than just you know yeah, pretending yeah. they're not there exactly so as a first step, do you think, um, what would be your advice to somebody who's maybe taking on a new challenge? Would it be to, to chat to somebody about yeah, it? Or definitely. It's, it's much easier to have that sounding board of someone who's experienced in the gym and they can give you advice about, right, how do you manage that? Ultimately, yeah. the goal is a bit of longevity for yourself. You don't want to come out at the end of your event and not be able to do stuff again yeah of course for a period of time because you're recovering but yes definitely speak to someone and that's not only about the volume of training but potentially what recovery protocols you've got in place yeah sure what's your nutrition like are you fueling enough are you hydrated enough yeah are you getting enough of the salts back in your body because if right. you sweat as much as i do it's something that you have to really focus <laughs> sure, on like okay. right okay uh, oh, i've got these cramps where have these come from all oh, right okay yeah You've yeah. just done two or three sessions today. You've sweated a lot, but you haven't had enough of your electrolytes and your salts back in. Right, right, right. And then we'll come to this later and kind of taking mm -hmm. next steps, but just in case someone's listening, being like, oh my gosh, like who, who can I speak to? Obviously, first port of call is at SC Fit South, we have Sophie, SC Fit Central, we have you, yeah. um, where you can have your free member check-ins mm -hmm. slash goal-setting meeting. Yeah. Um, so as a first port of call, that's there, and that is free. Like You should lean on that service. 100%, yeah. um, there's other stuff we can talk about later, and we'll touch on kind of next steps if somebody wants a bit more individualised support. Yeah. But um, yeah, sometimes just having someone to... Like as a sounding board, like you yeah. said about Gareth, um, that is really helpful and can have a bit yeah, of clarity. Yeah. yeah, even just saying it out loud, actually, it's like yeah, actually hearing myself say this is yes. too much work. Yeah. Um, okay, so the big, I guess, the kind of overruling thing there is it depends. It depends on you. Yeah. It depends on your goals. Depends on your event. Um, but kind of honing in on maybe a few more specifics. Say somebody is doing their first endurance event, mm. perhaps something on the shorter side as like marathons and Ironman go like yeah. a sprint try say yeah. someone's doing that as their first one something like yeah. that um what can they do in the gym in terms of coming to specific classes like what sort of things should they look for that will complement their training yeah. anything they should avoid yeah talk us through yeah. it anything so that comes to mind i think it's not about avoidance i think it's about being smart and asking the question the great thing about all of the coaches at se fit is that 
the wealth of knowledge that they've got that you can go, well, I've just done this today. I've done a run. It was an intense run. And I've got another run to do tomorrow. Okay, so the workout today is double unders box jumps. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye carbs. Goodbye carbs, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of pressure and it's, it's something that I've done before in the past and I've just gone, oh, cramp. Yeah. And then it's game over then. So at that point, it's a case of, well, we want to mimic that stimulus of the heart rate rising for the double unders. Yeah. Okay, let's get you on... Bit of shoulder fatigue as yeah, well, maybe. Let's yeah. get you on the ski erg. Nice step ups rather than box jumps so that there's less power coming through the calves and yeah. landing it's about preserving your joints and the muscles predominantly legs let's be honest most of these endurance events are leg, leg dominant heavy. yeah so you're cycling running even in swimming you've got the kick element yeah um so it's about preserving that but also putting you in ranges of motion that you potentially aren't getting to you're never okay. in full hip extension on the bike yeah you maybe not that full leg extension for a long period of time and you're not going into full flexion on your running either so working in those ranges to strengthen up the musculature around that and to provide you that safety blanket more of a, an injury prevention okay so, so almost ticking those boxes that you're not ticking yeah in your endurance training and then yeah. when we look at volume if we've got a lot of miles to cover in the legs on the bike swimming running whatever it would be and then maybe going into a class where we're going beyond 50 or up to 100 squats in a session if that's weighted maybe at that point we increase the weight and you drop the volume a little bit yeah or it's a 15 minute amrap go a bit heavier to work on a slightly different stimulus yeah. than going lighter to go, I've got to get as many rounds as possible in this. Yeah. Increasing that volume, drop the volume down and work on good form, strengthening up the joints, strengthening up the core and yeah. giving your muscles a little bit of a different stimulus. Yeah, sure. So I guess there's kind of two takeaways from that. One is to lean on the coach for... Yeah what the stimulus of the workout is yeah. so you can best replicate that whilst not causing yourself a problem. Correct. Yeah. So like the double under things, perfect example, you know, you come in, it's meant to be a heart rate raiser, something that maybe stimulates a bit of core, a bit of shoulder, get your lungs going, but without that calf yeah. <laughs> fire yeah. up <laughs> yeah. and lots of jumping and stuff on the shins. So we can help you obviously tick that box just by asking us. Like yeah. it might not be obvious to you by looking at the board being like, what's the purpose of this workout? Ask the coach. Like hopefully they'll be telling you anyway. But if you've if they've missed it or you've missed it, like you can ask them. Um, and then the other, as you've exact you've pointed out, is that there's still flex within that. Just because the coach is saying, right, this is meant to be like a 15 minute intense effort, um, and we're looking to move light with it for as many reps as possible. Just because they've said that doesn't mean we can't flex that to fit your goals. Yeah. So again, you can say to the coach, hey, look, I'm doing this marathon, like what do you think I should do with this workout? And it's perfectly fine for you to have that chat with them and them to say to you, let's do something a bit different for you that's yeah. going to suit where you're at. Absolutely. I really like that. Because this is it, isn't it? Like for any of us, who, for any of you who do the group classes, like you'll know how engaging they are and how nice it is to be around people. It's such a shame yeah. to completely miss that Absolutely. if you're yeah, focused yeah. on your endurance. Okay, so you touched on... Um, Injury prevention as well. Yeah. Mentioned hitting some movement ranges perhaps that you miss out on yeah. in your endurance training. What are some common injury things that you see that we can help avoid or combat through there? So I think, training? I mean, it's there's a lot of volume going through calves, quads, 
hammies in a lot of this endurance training. So you know you've, you're risking at that point tendonitis, overuse, those sort of things. Yeah. Not stretching and recovering, not doing anything after a long run and then coming in. There's going to be some stiffness. You're going to start moving slightly differently. Hips, knees, ankles, essentially. Sure. Those are the the big focus areas at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely an element of shoulders when you swim in, and there's lots of other elements that we can take into the fact with that, right? We're in a prone position for quite a while on a bike. Yeah. Do you sit in the office at the desk all the time? You're in that prone position again. Yeah, so sure. are you then not opening yourself up in, in a class by just doing press-ups? Okay, let's... Do yeah. some ring rows to get you going instead. Sure, sure. Okay, I like that. That's cool. And um, are there any things that you would say that are worth adding in that people can do in the gym? So not just switching out movements that better suit, mm. but actually adding in any extra stuff to support their endurance training that they could do at yeah. MCFit? So I think Mike will love this, but lunges are always a good one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's... How all, many lunges? How many lunges? lunges. <laughs> All not, of them. <laughs> not loads, but there's you know there's lots of different varieties, and it's about strengthening yourself. So from a sports therapy perspective, to have that single leg strength, that stability, that proprioception element, because yeah. how many people have gone out running and stepped slightly off and yeah. twisted an ankle, whereas a lot of single leg strength, whether that be box step ups, lunging, step downs, Bulgarian split squats, yeah. as an example add in that little bit of extra stimulus of that again it's balancing the volume let's yeah. not do too much so if you've been out for a run it's not necessarily well do bulgarian Come home and do lunges. Yeah. yeah it's it supplements and supports your training sure. so if you're in free gym or you've got that you know you've that little extra space to do some stuff mm-hmm. and you've had let's say about a three hour gap between a session then maybe do some lunges sure. and strengthen yourself in that range or i guess as you've said before if there's a movement that comes up in class that maybe doesn't feel Mm. as appropriate for you to switch it out for something that not only doesn't take away from your sessions but actually actively adds to your training so say they turn up and it's like everybody's building to a one rep max today on their back squat yeah probably not gonna be on your radar at the moment so if you did higher volume but of some single leg work that actually might be really beneficial absolutely yeah awesome so that's a lot of stuff about kind of movements and types of training and sessions and things. Mm. Are there other things that you would share in terms of recovery or nutrition, hydration, things that people often miss? Yeah, so definitely fueling is part of this. I think fueling, nutrition, recovery, hydration is all essentially like a little triumvirate there. It all links. If you're not fueling enough, you're not replenishing muscles, you're not replacing energy that you need for your energy stores yeah. if you're not hydrated you're dehydrating yourself um, and then if you're not putting in any sort of recovery protocols in terms of stretching mobility whatever tools it is or going to see a physio i try and get to see gem at least once a month yeah. just as a general top up from arca yeah, yeah. um so making sure that you're fueling now there's lots of things that we can do about that you can have a chat to the guys at the gym yeah. and we can come up with some specific targets for you. Um, you can also track it yourself, understand what you're currently taking in. And then there's lots of wearables at the moment that I think. Yeah. So you've got Whoop, I've got Garmin, 
and it'll tell me how I'm sleeping, how I'm recovering, sure. what my energy levels are, potentially how I'm performing. So there's wearables that you can do that, but if you're not paying for that, mm-hmm. maybe a bit of journaling can help in yeah, terms of sitting down true. and going, actually, I felt really bad today in that run and that should have felt easier. Why is that? Well, actually, yeah. I've had loads of coffee, but no water. Yeah, sure. Um, I didn't actually eat that many carbs and I've trained twice. Yeah. So I'm feeling a little bit rough. Okay, tomorrow I'll play about with this. But yeah. I think if we're getting to that into that stage, then definitely need to try and speak to someone to have a little look at least to see what, what you're doing yeah, from a sure. fueling and nutrition perspective. I really like that actually. It's like that's essentially what our wearables are, is a yeah. fancy journal, isn't yeah. it? Obviously they get some data that we can't oh, find yeah. ourselves, you know, exactly. some of this kind of like hidden data like how much REM sleep you had or yeah. whatever. We pro- possibly don't need all of that information. No. And there might be clues that you can get just by noting down a few facts. Yeah. Like what time you went to bed and what time you woke up. Like that's already going to be a giveaway if the next night it's two hours less. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, like, okay. Because, you know, everyone who's got a whoop, they're like, oh my God, I'm in the red today. I've got no recovery. So you instantly yeah. know, right, I need to potentially adjust my training today. Yeah. Or I need to approach it in a different way. Yeah. Which is essentially what we're saying here is, right, you've trained a lot for your endurance. You need to adjust what you're doing from a CrossFit because the priority is your endurance training. Yeah. Whereas the CrossFit therefore is a supplement to support that. Yeah. And that when you're back into wanting to do a little bit more CrossFit type stuff that you haven't lost it all. Yeah. I mean, that's the hard thing, isn't it, with CrossFit and like the function fitness stuff is there's so many movements. Yeah, yeah. We want to do everything all the time. Exactly. But there's got to be an element of yeah. shifting your focus yeah. to whatever is most important Absolutely. to you at that time. And I think, you know, speaking from experience, that hydration and nutrition levels really do impact not only performance, but it can impact mood as well. Yeah, true. So I think... So true. It's potentially a bit easier for you and I to talk about stuff like this because we've got the freedom to be able to train quite frequently, regularly, slot yeah. it into our day, whereas most of our members will have a job 9 to 5, Monday to Friday 9 to 5. Yeah. So it's also about journaling, what noticing on your wearables, what impact stress levels are having on you. That's a really interesting one, actually, and a tough one because we were not as in control of that as no. maybe we are at our bedtime. No. You know, if you have a nightmare day at work, it's not like, oh man, I should have chosen to have a less yeah. stressful day. Yeah, yeah. Like, so are there any tips or anything you'd say around that of ways, things people can record to maybe be more aware of their stress or? I think it's, it's asking yourself, how has my day gone? What has my win been? What do I need to work on yeah. uh, the next day? <sighs> acknowledging why you feel like that so asking yourself why do i feel annoyed why do i feel anxious what's hit me there now if it's a case of well i haven't actually had time to sit down and eat and drink yeah maybe that's what's other clues there yeah Yeah. exactly or if it's well actually i've tried to fit in too many sessions i've done my run in the morning and i'm trying to get to a six o'clock class in the night to try and double that up yeah it's acknowledging at that point well Am I trying to do too much? Sure. What's on my plate? Have I prioritised my day appropriately? Yeah. Um, have I got the support I need around me? Not only with training, in work, which is out of our control from SE Fit perspective, but we can mm-hmm. certainly help in terms of giving you some goal settings and some process and outcome measures that you yeah. can look at. Um, but it is, it's 
ask, trying to be honest with yourself, essentially. Yeah. That's the hard part, isn't it? Especially if someone has maybe set their sights on a very time-hungry goal that's going to need a lot of their time for a lot of sessions and maybe further down the line realise that they're not coping. Like you'd said about stopping the Welsh 3000, like actually it's it's smarter to adjust that so that it works for you rather than pursuing it if it's not working. Um, And that's where we can help, you know, to have those chats just to kind of use that as a sounding board. But well worthwhile being super honest with yourself right from the start to say, okay, when this does ramp up, you know, What's that going to look like for yeah. me? Can I fit that in? Exactly. And I think it, even asking yourself in that question, well, it's how was my training session? Mm-hmm. How has my food been? Have I actually just gone and grabbed a McDonald's? Not that I would, Gareth, yeah. if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but did I just have to get a McDonald's for lunch? Because I <laughs> Have I just had to go and get like a, a meal deal? So therefore I'm eating crisps rather than something else. Not saying crisps are bad for you. I mean, who doesn't love a crisp? Um, <laughs> just a crisp. A, a crisp. Just a pack of crisps. I mean, great analogy for looking after your knees as well in lunges. Crisp and what's your favourite crisp when it's on your knee? Oh, really? Um, I've not heard <laughs> We use it at Centra all the time. Okay. It's amazing. Right. I love that. Look after your favourite crisp. Don't smash your knee into the ground. Excellent. That's like the blueberry in um, Pilates, yeah, isn't yes. it? I love that. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, if if you feel that while you're ramping up your training that things are changing, it's going well, what has actually changed in this last week? Sure. My, well, my training's ramped up, but I haven't matched that with my rest, my recovery, yeah. my downtime, because we have to have it. Yeah, True. I think the journaling thing is so cool as well, not just from a point of view of trying to find out where things have gone wrong, yeah. but looking at when things have gone really well. Exactly, yeah. So rather than just being like, yeah, smash my session today, what a great day, it's because yeah. it's sunny. I mean, that might be part of it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. you do have a much, like, an elevated mood when it's sunny, yeah. so worth making note of that. But maybe actually what you ate yesterday fueled you really well for today. Yeah. Note it down because you can repeat that. Like, it's not just seeing where you've fallen yeah. down and seeing what's worked exactly. well for you as yeah, well, yeah. isn't it? And one thing I've noticed is the difference between fueling in the morning before a session rather than getting up and doing a, a fasted, yeah. I'm using in inverted commas there. <laughs> you can't fasted. see that. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> We're not recording this. Um, using it as just, oh, I've just had a coffee and my Barocca in the morning, for instance. Any, yeah. any multivitamin will do. Um, <laughs> others are available. Others are available. Uh, but I used to do that. Now I'm fueling in the morning. Am I actually performing better? Am I able to hold the pace okay. that I'm supposed to hold on the bike a little bit better? What's the difference between doing that and just, well, actually my focus is on losing weight yeah. at that point rather than holding the pace. Yeah. Uh, whereas I'm fueling beforehand, I can hold the pace, but I'm still within my calorie limits, so therefore I'm still dropping the weight that I want to yeah, do to get to sure. achieve my goals. It's a very, very intricate mm. thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's interesting. So, are there any things you want to add before we move on to kind of like next steps and the kind of ways to move forward from here? Like any things you think that we might have missed if you've got a first time endurance person listening and they're thinking, they're looking for tips? Uh, I think it's, you, there's an element here in endurance is acknowledging that at some point it's going to call upon your resilience. Yeah, because it is an individual thing, and it will potentially require you to do some extras more than you're doing outside of a group environment, which is 
just that little bit extra taxing. So just sure. making sure you've got a clear goal, um, that you've got some processes in place that you're going to follow and try yeah. and, and the right support network yeah. to help you with that. Exactly, and once it becomes habitual, it becomes a little bit easier. Yeah, totally. And I really like that. So moving forward, we mm. touched on we touched on the whole goal setting thing a few times yeah. and how that service is there for free for all members. Yeah. Um, if somebody wants a little bit more support, what else is out there for them? So obviously there's then the individualised programming yeah. that the guys can offer, that we can all offer. Um, if you're not sure about where you want to do or how you want to focus certain things in a workout or maybe don't feel confident about approaching the coach during the class yeah but would like some notes on zen planner yeah uh, on sugar wad sugar wad yeah therefore you can just go well this is how i'm going to approach this workout yeah you know you can speak to sofa can point you in the, the right direction for the best person for your needs and how you fit that in yeah that's it because programming isn't necessarily just here is your one hour session that's written for you kind of regards yeah, <laughs> your coach yeah it can be notes on an existing session yeah. or encouraging you if you do have that flexibility in your week to come on certain days your coach the programming kind of side of it might be them encouraging you which ones are going to best suit your other training yeah. or giving you those post-class extras that maybe you're missing in yeah. your other training yeah, that's it. And a lot of us coaches obviously offer that. So depending on your event, yeah. there might be different people that could help Absolutely. you with that. Um, and then again, following on from that, it's the same on the nutrition side of things. So yeah. if, for instance, myself, I need, or I say I need, I want to, to be able to feel more comfortable doing my event and not shifting as much weight around, I want to sure. get to a certain weight. So therefore, I've got a specific nutrition target that I'm working towards so you can have those conversations and then it becomes a point of closer to events how am I actually fueling the event yeah so we've had a few conversations in the past about well how do I actually fuel and what do I need to be fueling while I'm on a longer run yeah what you're taking with you yeah and there's different varieties there's lots of different research out there little and often seems to be more frequent now in terms of taking a little bite out with you, some energy gels, just sipping on them, some carb drinks while you're running along. Yeah. I tend to not do anything if I'm doing anything under an hour or to an hour. I'll tend to just have some water. Yeah. But if there's if you're doubling up and doing an hour run straight into a class, which yeah. seems to be a trend yeah. at South at the moment. Or into a throwdown. Or into a throwdown. And again. then running home again. Cheska. Cheska. <laughs> Uh, and just powering through on baby bells. Maybe look at stuff. You know, if it works for you, it works for you. That's great. Yeah. I'm not going to discredit that at all. But if it's playing around with stuff, use the opportunity to speak to someone who can give you a little bit more knowledge about what to play around with. Yeah, know a bit of the science behind it, perhaps. Exactly, yeah. And then in terms of someone, if somebody's listening, thinking, oh, man, I would love to do some kind of endurance event, um, but they don't know where to start, what what would you recommend? Like, What's the kind of good place to start? And... I think it's definitely asking other people. I mean, speak conversations with other people in the gym is great because other people yeah. will have experienced something different. It's speak to me, speak to you, speak to anyone. We can go through, well, what's around. You can 
Google any sort of event at the moment. Yeah. There's loads around. Triathlon seems to be booming at yes. the moment. You yeah. know, following 2012 success with the Brownleys, it's just everywhere. So there's always different events and you can do them in relays so if you're not that comfortable or confident swimming out out in water open water you can just do the bike bit you yeah. can just do the run bit um there's a lot of um shorter runs and stuff as well isn't there yes. like i think park run still yeah, happens exactly. at Cannon Hill. yeah Cannon um, got 5ks i know uh darren member from the gym is heavily involved with run of a kind birmingham yes. and they do i think they have like a couch to 5k that meet once a yeah. week as well as the kind of longer yeah. runs and things i mean you could always fly to um, mexico for a weekend just to get just a, a casual run just a, like, <laughs> just a couple of days in mexico city <laughs> what a hero but yeah, this is it. There's quite a lot of those, and especially as we touched on before, it can be a bit of a lonely game training yeah. for that kind of thing. Yeah. What a lovely opportunity to start with a group. Yeah. And I really wanted to ask you, actually, I know nothing's been officially announced yeah, yeah. yet, but hopefully you don't mind no, me no. revealing um, that there will be a kind of run thing at SE Fit soon. Isn't yes. There? Could yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so I'll be running a run course out of uh, SE Fit south uh starting on the 15th of may amazing uh, and it'll be a six-week program and it'll be for all abilities so this is not necessarily just endurance running no. training no so it'll be a dedicated hour session towards building up your confidence to getting out to run yeah uh if if that's what you want to achieve like you're not comfortable going for a run during a workout which yeah. to the 400 meter mark so you'll do something else instead but you want to build up to that okay if you are building towards your first 5k your first 10k let's look at your mechanics and yeah. we're working on that and we'll be working on warming you up properly giving you some protocols that if you want to go and do your own run training that you've got a nice little warm-up to oh, that's so to. useful because i'm so guilty of this yeah. i'm like i'm gonna pop out for a run i literally <laughs> yeah. just run straight yeah. out the door the, like, well the run's the warm-up sorry <laughs> yeah. The runs the warmer. I know I'm not alone in that. Yeah. And you know, there's lots of stuff out there about mechanics. If yeah. you're running with, I don't know, let's use a random person who has duck bill feet. Who's, who's that? I don't know. <laughs> he knows, and you know. That's all we need to know. It's a he. It's a he. But okay. <laughs> how can we work with you to get you? So there'll be drills that we can put in place to try and get you to straighten up those feet a little bit so yeah, that we are a bit more safely and... bit more safely because if you're building up to miles and miles and miles you want to make sure that your mechanics are right yeah and that could be anything you know we, this is specifically for running yeah if you were to do it on the bike then work on the bike but yeah. the run course that we'll be running is mainly building you up to be able to do stuff we'll give you some tools to go away with cool. to work on on your individual training mm -hmm. uh, maybe some breath work to see again the difference between a wearable and feel yeah so it's very easy i've got my watch which will tell me you're not going fast enough yeah or you're going too fast slow down whereas maybe we'll work on some breath work to see well actually i can't breathe that comfortably yeah so therefore i've not fully recovered let's have a little play with that and just sure. so that people can do it on field and that's um just to reiterate is not just for people who are wanting to do no. an endurance thing this might be someone who is not as you say, confident enough to go out on a yeah. 400 meter run. So it's kind of more by coincidence that it's come up today. Yeah. So that's not the focus yeah, yeah, of yeah. this. But um, that is very exciting. Yeah. Something probably a lot of us would benefit from as well. 
Um, yeah, so I guess watch this space on that yep, front. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, come and talk to us, guys. Like you know how much we love talking about fitness yeah. and finding out about you and your goals and what's important to you. So lean on us, and if we don't have the answers, like we'll do our best to go away and come find them and you know bring them back to you. Um, yeah. yeah. Is there anything you want to add before so, we wrap up? I think just to say that because there are a few people already in the gym that are doing more endurance-based events, that yep. there is a little WhatsApp group around so ah, yes. where we're sharing tips and tricks or if people have got questions about, well, I'm about to go out on this ride, how would you suggest I fuel? How do you store fuel? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going out on a bike ride, where do I put all my gels? Yeah. Strap them on the bar. Do yeah. whatever you can. Then if you want to jump in on that, come and speak to me or Gaz. Oh, I love that. That's it. really cool. So we can jump on that. That's just a real nice little community thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like that's not programming or anything. No, no. It's, this it's is like just jumping just on the group. Just a little, like, right. And again, it's that community feel of, well, I've got an hour and a half run to do Anyone this weekend. Anyone want to come? Anyone want to come and keep me company? Yeah. I'm going on a ride with Nat on Sunday Amazing. for four hours. She'll be going longer, but I'll wow. join her for four <laughs> yeah. hours of it. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Like, I love that. I think times like this, we just remember, like, how valuable it is having that community there. Yeah. Versus someone in maybe a Globo gym or something just sitting on the bike on their own. Like, that is so much harder to hit those goals when you're on yeah. your own. So, yeah. yeah, use the community that we've built, guys. It's awesome. Absolutely. Amazing. Any final thoughts, Rod? Or do you feel like we covered it all? Just, I think it's... Endurance it events... Like, I'll talk about an Ironman, but it is, like you say, it could be, well, I want to run 8K. I've yeah. never done a K before. I've never done 5K before. It's variable. So we talk about endurance events, and it's very easy to go to the longer. Assume that it's an ultra yeah, or something. Exactly. But everyone's got a different variable of what an endurance event is. And if that part of that is that mindset of, I'm pushing myself here. I like I like the type two fun element. Yes. Yeah. To quote Palm, wasn't it? So, yeah. Okay, so which one's type two? Is that fun at the time and fun after? So or is it... for me, I only know one and two. I know Palm's oh, got okay. like four, isn't he? Yeah, something yeah. Like that. So for it's me, not it's fun. Two. I think he had type one was like fun at the time and fun after. Yeah. Not fun at the time, but fun when it's finished. Yes. So that's type two for me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's like fun during but not after, which I can't think of many actually that would fall into that. Maybe like a max effort 10 second sprint on the assault bike where you're like, yes, feel like a hero in the moment and then yeah. suddenly your world or like just... Something like acid bath or something like that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my initial thought went to hangover. So it was a really good night out, <laughs> but I now regret it because I'm okay. in a bad place. Yeah, type three yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the other one, which is just not fun at any point no, <laughs> before, yeah. during, after. Yeah. So what was your... Uh... Type two is the second one there, which was... And the moment you're like, why am I doing this? Okay. <laughs> and then at the end you're like, right, I'm signing up again. Yeah. And I, the rock try, which we talked about at the start, yeah. that was me last year. Started walking up Scarfell, quads were burning, cramping up. Why I was like, do I do this? Where is the paracetamol? <laughs> Where's the ibuprofen? Sat there going, why am I doing this to myself? And the only thing that kept me going was knowing that Ben Parsons was still behind me at this point. Okay. And I was unwilling. I, have to do it for him. I was like, no, I was unwilling to let him beat me. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm not doing okay. it for him. <laughs> to beat him. Oh, brilliant. But then at the end, finished, I was like, oh my God, that was graft. And we instantly When's the next said, one? We're going to do Wales next year, then, are we, mate? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do that. I mean, I, as anyone who knows me, I'm not an endurance person. Um, I'm not totally sure why we signed up to that six hour drive <laughs> <laughs> But after the six hours of bike, run, and ski, mm. 
probably within like the hour, I was like, would it be crazy for me to consider a sprint try? So there's definitely a bug and um, that's normal. So yeah. if that's you, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, every, anything is achievable. Yeah. It's just, if you need that little bit of a confidence booster with the goal setting, just to give you some realistic processes to get there, you can then achieve it. Back. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, that is so exciting. Well, what a lovely place to wrap up. Rod, can't thank you enough. And I'm really excited as well because I know we've got a couple of other um, podcasts which we want to do, which will yeah. be back on in no time, I'm sure. Um, so it's more of a see you later. Yeah, yeah. Than a, yeah. Thank cool. you so much. Thank you. And thanks for listening, guys. As we've said, just get in touch if you want to book a goal-setting meeting. Um, you can do that via safe on the info at secondcityfitness.com email address. Or just catch us in the gym. Have a chat to us. Talk to your classmates. Talk to us. And um, yeah, we will catch you very soon.